The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by the Golf Gambling Podcast's tailor-made Stealth 2 Driver Giveaway. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. We're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our fantasy baseball podcast. Join Blake and Ryan three times a week and get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert. With me, as always, is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How's it going tonight, bud? Oh, doing okay. Better than last night after the uh, rough ending to my San Diego State Aztecs. Losing that one in a, pretty much a blowout against the UConn Huskies. Best team in the tournament by far. I think they went 7-0 ATS and... Uh, I think they, they, they covered the spread by like seven points <laughs> in every game. So clear, clearly the deserved winners in the, uh, March Madness tournament, but, uh, it was a good run there. It got a little bit out of it by, by hedging UConn in the, the final four before it, but, uh, still could have been a lot better. But, uh, yeah, that's the way she goes sometimes. Today, not so good in the hockey, but, uh, that's, that's been par for the course so far as the last month has gone, especially on Tuesdays for some reason. For whatever reason, Tuesdays have been my uh, my uh, what the, the Achilles heel. The just a yeah. just a constant uh, shedding of money on, on Tuesdays in hockey, and I'm always having to work from behind. Uh, basically, like every team that plays the Blackhawks for the past month as well. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there again. Uh, I have confidence. My Saturday bets have been been brilliant the last few weeks, but Tuesdays not so much. Yeah, Tuesday is like you're coming off the weekend. You have the you have the Monday, and then it just just you research for Tuesday, and all all goes to shit there. Uh, yeah, my night looked like it was being kind of kind of bad early on, but it looks like it might be break even, kind of positive here. There are plenty of late games here to still be decided there, so uh, that's going to decide a lot of it. We also have a few consensus plays there. We'll get to later in the show. Also, Dinger Tuesday on FanDuel. It's a great home run promotion. I've hit quite a few. On there, and the Phillies got their first win of the season tonight, so it's a pretty good night overall. Uh, hopefully, my hockey bets catch up. Um, yeah, the yeah. Flyers. I think it's still three-two there. They're probably going to end up getting up. Blues power play, so hopefully the Flyers don't uh, force overtime there. Uh, I spoke it into existence there. The Flames tied against the Blackhawks. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, typical. I mean, if if uh, if the Flames win in regulation, you you called the. Uh, Blackhawks first period flames regulation. I think it was twelve to one. Yeah, I talk a lot of shit these podcasts, but uh, I don't. I don't bet most of it, unfortunately. So, uh, I, I'm not going to take any five bucks credit. down. All right, good for you. Um, but yeah, you make a good point there with, with the Mondays, like sleepy Mondays. I'm always like exhausted after the weekend on Monday, so I guess that would make sense for uh, my handicapping isn't so good on a Monday morning. <laughs> so maybe that's why my Tuesday bets don't go so well. Um, also. Uh, a uh, bit of a another grievance to bring up here. Ooh, Coming home yes. today from work, I noticed this envelope in the mailbox. The only thing in there, it was from, uh, 
I don't know, some some lady from five blocks down the street. I'm like, okay, let's let's see what this is about. It just said, dear occupant. I'm like, okay, <laughs> clearly she doesn't know who lives here. And I open it up, and it's a fucking Jehovah's Witness letter. Like she's, uh, yeah, the Jesus rose uh, on this day, uh, two thousand years ago, whatever. And uh, we want to invite you to share in our festivities uh, one week from now. So, yeah, I might go to that. Fucking not. But it's 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 funny that uh, even when you live in an apartment, uh, these freaking uh, evangelists uh, manage to find a way to annoy you. Um, I used to live in the in the country with this steep-ass driveway in the middle of nowhere. And I think out of like 10 years living there, we had maybe one person dare to venture out there. And uh, I think it was my dad who said that. You know, if you, if you make the effort this far and uh, go, go through all the work to come down the driveway and go back up it, uh, maybe we deserve to, or maybe you deserve to uh, be heard out a little bit. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, but there's all freaking heretics, and uh, I wish they would just uh, fuck off and leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, if if they're gonna go to the go to the extent of going up that that steep driver, then yeah, they 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 earn your time. But if it's just you know, dear occupant, just randomly in your mailbox, I I got one of those recently. But I think it was Jehovah's Witnesses. It's also like those like you know like hundred dollar bills you see on the ground, and you flip it over, and it's like oh some some big religious thing. I just just get you. It's it's annoying there. Yeah, I, I didn't know that this was a thing in the city, but uh, you learn something new every day, as they say. Apparently so. Yeah. Um, going back to your, you saying you, you usually sleepy Monday mornings, do you usually do your handicapping before the lines even come out and then just jump on the lines that are off of your number? Or do you wait for the lines to come out uh, whenever they do in the afternoon? Uh, I usually wait until the lines come out. I mean, I, I know intuitively what my number is by now, so it, it's pretty obvious to know um, what lines are off. If I was doing like a pure Kelly, then I would have to know my number and then, uh, gauge my stake size accordingly, but uh, I don't put in all that work. So it's basically just the look at the number. I'm like, okay, I know that one's a bettable number, so I'm going to bet it. Uh, but uh, with college football, it's more like that because uh, after the games, because it's, it's a huge swing in terms of the um, in football. Like one game can make a big difference in terms of like uh, sample size, certain injuries, whatever. But hockey, it's an 82-game season. You know what the teams are about, so you don't really need to do that kind of work. But for college football, like Saturday night, you, you'll you'll make some adjustments, whatever, for the, the lines that are coming out on Sunday. But uh, for hockey, it's just look at the line, bet the line. Yeah, but you, you always bet like the day before, right? Oh, Most yeah. of your bets at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the bulk of them, I make them as, as soon as I notice them pop out because of that's when they are softest, right? So, uh yeah, that that's the most most uh, beatable time of the uh, market cycle. Yeah, I think we you had a Presser Joel segment on that back in November, and that that got me on it on looking at the next day's games, like the afternoon before, rather than looking at the night's games the afternoon of when all the news is out, when all the lines have moved already. And it's it's been great to get get closing line value. You get you get more value there. Of course, if I mean you should be able to afford it with your bankroll just to have twenty four hour advance. It's not like it's a a huge future, but you start doing that, if especially if you're you're betting day in and day out, day out like we are, we know what teams are hot and cold, what goalie might be playing, what goalie might be hurt. It does that does help to get those uh, bets in early to get the uh, advantage on the books? No doubt. All right, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn/hockey. Spotify is sg.pn/hockeys, or just search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review 
And of course, follow us on Twitter as well at hockey SGPN. Intern's been slacking a bit recently, but hopefully we can get that uh, picked up here before the playoffs start. Also, none of the Discord has kind of been quiet recently, but I think it's a the calm before the storm here. Playoffs starting in what less than two weeks now, so get in the Discord sg.pn slash Discord. Uh, great group of guys in there. In case you need some support, great support system. Just chopping it up, uh, throwing out bets, throwing out live bets. So always a good time there in the Discord, in the hockey channel. MLB channel has been uh, going off as well. So uh, if you're a baseball fan, hop hop in there. But the hockey channel is really where, is it, where it's at. And, of course, if you're a baseball fan, make sure you check out my fantasy baseball podcast, Baseball Money is Fake, with uh, Blake Meyer. He did a solo show today. We should be back uh, tomorrow or Thursday with a regular show. And, um, yeah, also make sure you check out our giveaway by the Golf Gambling Podcast and their tailor-made driver contest. The contest is completely free to enter, and you can have a chance to win an awesome tailor-made driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April 8th, so make sure you get in by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver. All right, running into this uh, three-game slate for Wednesday, April 5th. Yes, sir. Kicking off here with the 7.30 slot, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning at the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York, Madison Square Garden, the train station. Uh, Rangers are minus 115. Lightning are minus 105. Over-unders at 6, both at minus 110. Uh, what do you got for this one? Uh, I know the, the Lightning are a poor away team, having, uh, I think they got the second-best home record in the league, but uh, they're barely above 500 in terms of their away games, so... It's tough to back them in that respect, but the the Lightning are playing a lot better right now. Meanwhile, the Rangers are, uh, you know, a very hit or miss lately, just kind of treading water, you know, and is uh, performing according to expectations, not not exceeding them, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, my line is minus 104 for the Rangers, so definitely leaning the Lightning's way. Uh, like I said, they've been playing a lot better lately. Vasilevsky mentioned it before, his uh, elite play of late. Um yeah, I like the Lightning to win this game in a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals. Lightning are playing a lot more physical. I think they should be able to bully the Rangers a bit, even though the Rangers are one of the one of the bigger teams now um, in terms of their you know, size and physicality and their uh, will to impose that on the other team. But uh, the Lightning are, should be able to handle that. It, it's more about the the speed that undoes the lightning and uh, I think they, they figured out the Rangers by now. So give me the lightning here at minus one five. I also kind of like the under six minus one ten. You know, we got a lot of unders lately. Plus, uh, especially with these playoff matchups, two playoff teams getting ready to get down to business. So under six would be a, another good look in this game. Uh, yeah, it should be a, a fun one. We got, we got three. Well, no, we got two, Two good games tomorrow, um, but uh, this should uh, actually it's kind of unfortunate timing too with the Lightning Rangers being at the same time as the Flames and the Jets. So hopefully, y'all out there have uh, two screens going because um, yeah, I, I wish they would at least stagger them get, uh, a, a little bit, make this one the, the, the four o'clock or seven o'clock EST game, and then the, the Flames Jets at eight o'clock EST. Uh, that would make a lot more sense to me, especially with the the Winnipeg Jets being in that time zone anyway. So. Or the uh, or that central time, so that would make a lot more sense. But uh, the angel does what it does, and uh, who knows why that is. 
Yeah, having these two games half hour apart would would, would make a lot more sense. Uh, the I know the rain this game Rangers game is on TNT. They have to have their half hour of, of pregame coverage get up to seven thirty. But yeah, put the Flames Jets at eight, and you have them. You know, the first game goes to overtime or intermission. Second game starts. So the perfect timing. But uh, they can have the pregame coverage at at uh, six thirty, like they do with Hockey Night Canada. That, that's when they do theirs. So uh, you don't need to do yeah. it at uh, seven. It's, Every year there's there's scheduling issues here. So. All right, Blue, Blues just hit an empty net, 4-2 there. Not going to hit the over, but well, the Flyers will not get a point in this game, so that's good. Uh, but, yeah, back to uh, tomorrow night's, Wednesday night's Lightning-Rangers matchup. Yeah, like you, I don't have too strong of a play on the side. I would lean to, to the Rangers, just you spoke to the Lightning's poor road record, 18-19-1. They had that bad road trip. They lost three in a row before um, beating Carolina on the road. Um but I, I do love the under six here at minus 110, uh, including the playoffs. Seven straight meetings have gone under, as well as nine of their past ten. Vasilevsky versus Sturkin should be a uh, good goalie game here. Uh, whoop, whoop! So, uh, yeah, under six at minus 110 is my only bet for this one. Going down to the other 730 game, just talked about it. Uh, Flames at the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in boring-ass Winnipeg. Jets are minus 130. Flames are plus 100. Uh, the game just went off the board on the website I was looking at. Um, <laughs> maybe someone just got injured in the uh, Blackhawks game. Maybe something happened. in. Uh, but let me pull up <laughs> another site here. Um, yeah, Jets are around minus 130. Flames are around plus 110. Over under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. Under is at minus 105. Uh, another game here. Good, good game like we, we, we just mentioned. Another Bad road team in the Flames, 17, 11, and 11. So they're forcing overtime. They're not getting the overtime wins. Maybe look at an overtime play in this game, but uh, I'm once again going with the under here. Jets have been one of my favorite teams to bet on the under so far this season. Uh, hopefully we'll be hella buck in that for this one. Can't see why it won't be. And uh, four straight meetings have gone under. And the Flames just seem to struggle in Winnipeg. 3-2 in, in January, uh, 3-1 last April. Haven't won in Winnipeg since, I think, at least 2020, going back at least 10 games. Not 10 meetings in Winnipeg, but whatever there. Uh, Flames, they're, they're hot at the right time. They're, they're playing right now. It's a, they're playing right now, right? Yeah, 2-2 yeah, yeah. against the Blackhawks. There's going to be back-to-back for them going to Winnipeg. I think you got to go with the Jets here at minus 130. But I do like the under six at uh, minus 105 as well. Should be a, a decent low-scoring game here, I think. We'll see what uh, Daryl Sutter decides to do with their goaltending situation. They're playing Markstrom today, but I could easily see them going back to him for the most important game of their season, probably the most important game of the season so far in terms of uh, making the playoffs. Uh, it's hard to find a, a better one um, in terms of how decisive the result will be. This is uh, almost an elimination game, especially if the Jets win in regulation and the, the Flames don't win today. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I gotta go with the Flames here. Um, the Jets are another inconsistent team. Sometimes they play, play to their potential, but more often they're, they're slacking off. They can't get the cohesion going. They're not, they're not putting the puck in the net. They, uh, they're not as good as a team as the Flames, but they, they have been getting better luck and more importantly, much better goaltending. But Hellebuck has not been as good lately over the past couple of months. He's got, uh, uh, sub 900 save percentage, surprisingly. 
Uh, he's been awesome. You know, he was a resident candidate for the past stretch, but uh, he's not playing uh, up to his level right now. So maybe there's something going on injury wise. Maybe it's just mental. Maybe it's just uh, maybe yeah, lack of maybe confidence. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, squeaking through the pads, putting the Vaseline in there, or uh, what is that? The lotion or shampoo? Maybe yeah, shampoo in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, it does result in uh, slippery stuff. So uh, yeah, you can see that the puck's flying right through. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot for that little uh, distraction. Uh, if we're going with the Flames, here, my line is minus one hundred seven for the Jets. So uh, give me the Flames. But and that's uh, that's including a little bit I adjusted for the back to back. But I think that this is the real game they're preparing for. That's why they're a little bit sleepy and, and struggling to beat the Blackhawks here. They're prepared for this. Um, game against the Jets first and foremost. So what did you say the line was? Plus one ten? Um I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's off the board here. Um but yeah, I like that quite a bit. Uh, but I'll be waiting a little longer, especially because of the goaltending situation. If it's uh Vladar, the line might go up a bit. If it's Markstrom again, maybe not as much. But uh either way I'll be betting the flames. I'm just looking to get a little bit of a better price, although plus 110 is is uh, okay on its own. I think that the Flames can um, pull off the miraculous uh, road to the playoffs here, um, starting with this win against the Blackhawks and then uh, going into Winnipeg and uh, torching the Jets and uh, bringing some some heat to that cold-ass, boring-ass city. Uh, yeah, give me the Flames. And I, I guess I'll lean to the under with you as well for many of the same reasons. It's It's a bit of a... Playoff game in its own right. You know, the, the NBA has their play-in games. Well, this is about as uh, close as it gets for the NHL. Yeah, all right. And we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, going down to the lone late game on the slate here. We have the Edmonton Oilers at the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is in Anaheim at the Quack Palace. Uh, Oilers are minus 350 on the money line. Oilers puck line is minus 145. Ducks on the money line are plus 290. The over-under is at 7, overpaying off minus 105. Under is at minus 115. Uh, I, I snagged the Oilers team total over 4.5 at a plus 110 earlier. felt like that was a pretty good price. I, I, I could see it going down to uh, you know minus odds on other books. It's, it's minus 120 here on, on DraftKings. So I still think that's okay. Uh, tough game tonight in L.A. Hasn't started yet or just about to start here as we're we're wrapping this up. Um, but yeah, it's it's the Ducks. The Ducks are just awful. They've been a team to fade time and time again. They allowed five to Calgary, six to Edmonton uh, on Saturday, six nothing Edmonton win there. Uh, Colorado scored five, St. Louis scored six, Calgary scored five, and Edmonton has been scoring five or more goals in, in many of their past games as well. So uh, yeah, a, a great offense here in the Oilers against the, the worst team in the league, the Ducks. So I don't want to lay the uh, maybe, maybe minus one forty five on the puck line isn't bad, but I'd rather just take the over four and a half uh, plus odds if you can still find that. Yeah, this is uh, definitely a deflated price here for the Oilers. My line is all the way up to minus five over five, but uh, of course they're on the back to back. And are they playing Skinner tonight? Most likely, right against uh, the Kings here. I would I mean, assume so. I, have, I haven't actually checked. 
Yeah, it's weird. I don't see it yet. Yeah, he's uh, confirmed. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it'll be uh, Jack Campbell, but uh, against uh, – yeah, we should have played him tonight against the Kings, his old team, but uh, mm-hmm. guess not. So he'll be going against the Ducks. I guess they can't even trust Jack Campbell to, uh, to even do that. He's not even good enough for a revenge game. Uh, that's disappointing. But uh, even with Jack Campbell, I think that the Oilers can get it done here against uh, the, the lowly-ass Ducks. Uh, I mean, it, it's not far from Orange County, L.A., downtown L.A. It's, it's uh, not a huge worry in terms of the travel. And the, the Ducks are uh, they're just packed in and ready to go golf. And by now... Um, they had a little bit of a, a lucky stretch of wins there a couple of weeks ago, but uh, they're definitely on the, on the tank now, um, all according to plan there. But yeah, give me give me the Oilers here as long as they're not resting players, which is a bit of a concern this this time of year, especially this year. We we're seeing a lot of these uh, elite teams resting guys, but uh, that's more in the Eastern Conference where things are more settled. In the Oilers' case, they're still gunning for that one spot, especially with Vegas just losing in overtime. To the Preds, I'm pretty sure I saw that. Yep. yep. Um, so, yeah, they could easily get the – if they win both these games, I think that they're in the driver's seat for the division. Um, so, yeah, give me the Oilers here. Uh, you could do the minus one and a half, minus 145. I don't want to lay the, lay the minus 350 in, a, in this kind of spot, especially given the variance this late in the year and the uh, question marks over – motivation and whatnot, but uh, I think that they'll be motivated enough to win this game and, and put their best effort in, especially with, uh, you know, McDavid, uh, he shows up like 95% of the game, so uh, we'll know we'll get uh, his A effort. So all over the others here, minus one and a half, minus 145, lean to the under, just because I don't trust the Ducks to score more than two, so you'll need the Oilers to score six plus to, to beat you here, so, but I don't think they'll be playing that at all, uh, but or well, it's minus one and a half, definitely. Yeah, Campbell had that had that shutout against the Ducks in six nothing. I think the Ducks had thirty some shots. And yeah, I, I like the puck line there. I, I was able to find it minus one thirty at uh, Unibet, Bet Rivers, all those Camby books. So minus one thirty, I, I would definitely take that. Minus one forty five is a, a bit more, but it's I'd still passable. Um, all right, we have two consensus plays for this uh, three game slate. We have the Lightning Rangers under six at minus one ten. And then the Oilers puck line at minus 130. Um, our consensus plays for Tuesday night, not going too well so far. Uh, Flyers, Blues over six and a half. That lost 4-2 final. Vegas minus 125 just lost in overtime or an overtime power play. Blackhawks uh, plus 350 for, for a small play. They're tied through two. Can't ask for anything more. Um, hopefully you may have hedged that a little bit. Uh, yeah, Avs just scored. Avs regulation. Looks like Jack Johnson just scored. He makes it. Let's go, score. Jackie boy. So uh, I have them over four. We have them in regulation as our consensus play. That should hopefully hit. And then the uh, Oilers Kings under six and a half at, at plus one ten. That ended up coming down. I think around to even money or even minus one hundred five in some places. So got some CLV there. Hopefully it can uh, pay off for us. We should start. Uh, we should make one bet that we really like, and then track it. I mean, not much left in the season, but since Cal only shows up for one day of work a week, we gotta start. Uh, you know, making us responsible. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to come up. Yeah, we'll have to come up with something for the playoffs if it's just us two, because we'll, we'll have our puck buck challenge for when it's all three of us. But like when it's us two, maybe we have our own own thing. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. All right. Well, next year, I guess we'll have to do it because uh, I don't like being a part of a podcast that's not accountable. 
you know, you got to track our bets. Uh, we're not just uh, giving out shit here. Um, a lot of leans, but uh, I'm not going to be playing those for track bets. But uh, so far as our strongest plays, yeah, we, we should be able to uh, give the listeners something that uh, we are ourselves betting and uh, want to track. Yeah, I, I completely agree. We, we should be more more stringent on like consensus plays being actual bets we're both making, and then we can, we can track those. But yeah, HDP uh, season three is going to be uh, e- even better next year. Um, all right, you mentioned the tight Eastern Conference playoff race there towards the end. We had the shakeup tonight with the Panthers beating the Sabers and the Penguins losing. Now the uh, Panthers and Islanders have the first and second wild card, both at 87 points in 78 games. Uh, Panthers are now minus 280 to make the playoffs. Islanders are minus 300. The Penguins are a point behind them. Same amount of games played, but they're at minus 115. Uh, what do you make of this? I mean, it's not, not even betting-wise. Who do you think is going to come away with it? Who do you think is going to miss? Oh, man, the, the Penguins, they're uh... – I don't know how how it happens that this team with such experience and whatever they they managed to be blown out by the Devils in a game that they every game is the you know it's not a must win we're not going to go that far but uh, it's it's a uh, pretty pretty close to a must win um, but uh, yeah it's it's a tough go for the Pens lately they're not playing their best hockey when they should be I mean they they had themselves in a good run there but that we've been talking about this for all year long. Um, the Pens are just a, a streaky team. They go on like four or five win streak, and then they lose four or five games all season long. And it seems like uh, they're going on their downswing at the wrong time. Uh, at, at those odds, it's uh, tough to make a, a good bet. I mean, I think it's still going to be the Islanders and uh, the Panthers, which is the mm-hmm. uh, what the odds suggest to. I mean, obviously the Sabers now are out of it. They needed they needed a win to get today against the Panthers, but uh, obviously couldn't get it done there. Oh, really close game and two to one game. I didn't really expect that few goals, but uh, luckily I didn't end up betting the over. Thankfully, yeah, De- Devin Levi looks like looks like the real deal for Buffalo. If they if they found a goalie, they could be they could be good next year. Absolutely, yeah. Lukanen is okay too, but the uh, biggest biggest weakness is uh, their defense, especially behind Power and Darlene. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be the Pens, or no, not the Pens, the Islanders and the Panthers. Uh, it's it's uh, let's see what the strike the schedule is like now. Pittsburgh has the easiest schedule apparently. Uh, they only have the Wild, Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, and Red Wings left. Meanwhile, the Panthers have. Uh, the Leafs, Hurricanes, Capitals, and Senators. So that's a lot tougher. So, man, and then the Islanders have the Lightning, and then the Habs, Flyers, Capitals. So uh, in between the two. But, uh, yeah, it's – it's. I, I don't know what, what a good bet is here. If, if I, anything – Yeah, if anything, what? You're going to say Panthers to miss? Yeah. What, what is the odds again? Panthers to miss would be plus 220. Yeah. That, that's the only thing I would I would make a small bet on, if anything. Um, it's just uh, it's pretty pretty close, and we, it's hard to trust the Penguins now, uh, even against these bad teams. But yeah, the, the, they can beat the Wild though. Um, the Wild are still uh, a bit of uh, a wild card right now. Sometimes they they give a, a great effort, full team performance, and all that, but they're still missing Kaprizov and. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's a bit of a 
mismatch too in terms of style uh, with the Pittsburgh offense and the wild defense, very structured and whatever. So that'll be a tough game. But the other three, they have to win those. The Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, Red Wings, those should be three must wins um, in every sense of the word. And uh, meanwhile, yeah, the Panthers play the Canes, the Leafs, Capitals and Sands aren't pushovers either. Uh, Capitals, of course, a uh, bit of a small rivalry now with the, with the Panthers after being knocked out next year. Anyway, I'm rambling, but uh, yeah, closest thing to a bet would be Panthers to miss. Islanders are making it in. Yeah, I think the Panthers to miss a, a plus 220. I'm, I'm kind of shocked to see them at minus 280 based on how they were just a week ago. I mean, but they've won four in a row now. But they are, like the Penguins, a streaky team. They, they lost four in a row including to the Flyers and Senators right before this win streak. So they could very easily lose three of their next four games and just completely uh, bottom out. And that would be a shit end to the season for them. But at plus 220, I mean, if you want to throw something on on this and, and wait, what, nine days for the end of the season for it to pay off, plus 220 isn't bad. Um, Penguins, minus 115 both ways. I, I hope they miss it just for just for uh, Flyers fans' sake so they can uh, take them down with the ship. But, uh, yeah, I think the Penguins have definitely the easiest schedule after Minnesota, but they haven't been beating beating bad teams. So, yeah, Panthers to miss would be probably the, the only potential play because the Isles somehow are, are making it even without Barzal being in the lineup for the past, what, two months now? Is he coming back for the playoffs? It's a mystery, right? It's Lou Lamorelli. He's keeping everything close to the chest. You know, that's how they do it uh, there in the mob. <laughs> Apparently, he could begin to skate this weekend. So um, that, that that is the first step to playing hockey is, is, is knowing how to skate there. Yeah, and the reason why we're saying the Panthers to miss is a better bet is because we both believe that the Islanders are uh, so-called locked to make it uh, given their their uh, – Actually, they're, they're actually tied with the Panthers there, so that explains the odds somewhat. I thought that they had a game in hand. Mm, no. Uh, no but it's the, the Panthers' goaltending is really what what scares you, because the Islanders have Sorokin. You know Sorokin's going to be, be a be a brick wall for the remaining four games. You don't, I mean, Alex Lyon's been good, but he's still just Alex Lyon as much as I want to hype him up. Yeah, and the, and the Islanders just have the, uh, the easier schedule too, mm-hmm. right? Uh Easier than the Pens, anyway. Uh, actually, no, the other way around. Easier than the, the Panthers. Uh, yeah. And the Habs look like shit lately. The Flyers, okay. Capitals, okay. And then it's the Islanders. Does that game at home? Let's, let's figure that out. If that's a home for game who? for New York. Florida? No, for the Islanders. Uh, that's a home game for the Islanders. That that's a good advantage too. Given the that probably is at home because the, the Lightning are out there. Their only road game is against the Caps. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, it's, imagine that game's coming up soon. Uh, if if the Lightning are in New York today, it yeah, that's make on sense. Uh, that's on Thursday. We'll be talking about that. Tomorrow. There you go. And then okay, so there you go. If Vasilevsky starts Wednesday, they'll be uh, severely disadvantaged, and it's a back to back anyway. So that's another uh, plus there for the Isles. Oh, let's go two nothing Nats. Scored this time, uh, Rodriguez, hot rod. Uh, good, good to see. But uh, yeah, give me, give me the uh, Isles to make it and Panthers to miss in this uh, haphazard bet we're making <laughs> to uh, pass the time here. Yeah, and uh, I guess to pass the time again here, we, we, we touched on it briefly last show. Uh, the Leafs Lightning are the uh, only playoff matchup set so far. I have to imagine the uh, Devils Rangers will be set pretty soon, but. Uh, Leafs, you can get minus 134. Lightning, you can get plus 120. 
we both said Lightning uh, plus 120 just because we don't we don't trust the, the Leafs. We, they don't have the track record that Lightning do. And the Lightning, they look like they're playing playing well at the right time. They, they hit April here, and they, they're they on on a good streak. They've won three in a row. They've they beat Hurricanes 4-0, Capitals 5-1, Islanders 5-0. I mean, not – Capitals aren't what they once were, but no slouches there, and they've just come out and dominated uh, back-to-back in New York against the Rangers and Isles. will go a long way to determine how that uh, playoff series might go. And they, they play the Leafs again at home, uh, their penultimate game of the season. I have to imagine both teams will be resting players then, but could be a, a good appetizer leading, leading into the playoffs. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say I bet the Lightning uh I said if somebody held a gun to my head and made me pick between the two, I would take the Lightning at plus 120. But uh, as far as I know, there's nobody with uh, a sniper rifle aimed at me at this point. So that's a total pass for me. I I said the line was pretty bang on. Um, But so far as the match goes, it's all about Vasilevsky. And an encouraging thing for Lightning's fans, Lightning backers, is that he is playing uh, much better lately. And uh, that team as a whole are, are finally rallying. Maybe this is the plan all along. They were sandbagging everyone, uh, fooling us, thinking that uh, they, they were tired, that they were soft, that they were uh, not the same team they were the past few seasons. But, uh, you know, the last few games have proven otherwise. So if they keep this motion going, then uh, they'll give uh, the Leafs a hell of a series. But, of course, Toronto's been the better team pretty much the whole year long. So, yeah, that, that's why the line is what it is. You got to give respect to the Leafs, uh, especially with their additions at the trade deadline, uh, making them more playoff ready and whatnot. And uh, the good play of Samson up too. Uh, Matt Murray injured again. They'll need him. Uh, Joseph Wall started today. I didn't see how he did, but uh, he gave he's, up two he's goals. Good. Tonight. Yeah. He was he was great in the AHL. He gave up two goals tonight. So maybe he'll take the take the net in the playoffs. No, you won't. But uh, if Samsonov gets hurt, it's it's good to have somebody around, not a, I don't know, fucking Curtis Joseph or whatever. Uh, there was some rumor that he was the emergency backup goalie the other night. That that would be wild. I don't think that was true, but uh, that that was a that was a fun fun time there for a bit. Um, yeah, Curtis Joseph in the playoffs. Let's go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's no bet, but uh, that's what it's going to come down to: beating Vasilevsky and. Uh, Lightning power play, too, is sick. So if the Leafs want to play to the, the Lightning game, and uh, there's going to be penalties and power plays, and that's what there was uh, last year. I'm pretty sure it was the, the series with the most penalties in the whole playoffs, and I wouldn't be surprised to see something similar shake up again. And uh, the Leafs have a good power play, too. So it, it could be a high-scoring series if, if uh, the refs call the game like they did in the first round last year. And we could see a lot of popular goals once more. But, uh, yeah, both teams got to work on their um, penalty kill and their discipline. But uh, the way that the Lightning play, they they, they they play on the edge all the time. They, they like, dare the refs to take too many penalties kind of thing. Like, uh, we'll, we'll fuck you up, and uh, you're not going to call every penalty, are you? Because, uh, you know, usually the refs like to balance things out and uh, give the other team a few penalties too. So, uh, yeah, the Lightning are a, a sneaky experience bunch in that respect so yeah that, that's that's my initial thoughts on the series uh, i don't think it'll change too much for the last few games or the next couple of weeks of thinking but uh yeah it'll be fun to see for sure yeah i'm seeing now on a uh, fan you can bet on this total number of games uh to go seven games is plus 194 don't mind that at all uh leafs in seven is plus 420 and uh lightning in seven no. is plus plus 540 if it goes seven, Lightning are winning. 
There you go, plus five forty, lightning and seven. But that that that'll probably be the only bet I would I would make at this point. Yeah, Leafs uh, and five, or Leafs and six, or Leafs or Lightning and seven. That's that's a better way to play the series, in my opinion. Yeah, and you mentioned the uh, power play goals. I remember last last last, last year you, you you called it out early. They're they're calling the games tight, bet on power play goals over, and that was a that was a cash cow for us. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on early on in these playoffs, and we'll definitely have stuff like that for you here on the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed to our feed. Uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever listen to your podcasts, and leave us a five-star rating and review. And also follow us on Twitter, at HockeySGPN. Going to get that back pumping for the playoffs, as well as the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Um, all right. We feel like we did a pretty good job of filling some time there on a three-game slate. Is there anything else on your mind before we wrap this up? No, man. Let's, uh, let's watch this fucking abs game. All right, let's do it. Uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me tipping under 11.5 SEC players to go in the first round. You can find that around minus 180. It's going to be very hard to see more than 11 SEC players go in the first round this year. It was a down year in the SEC in general, and the the talent there is uh, speaks to that. I mean, uh, I don't like taking uh, major juicy odds this early still, but uh, when it comes to this bet, you need a lot of things to go wrong for you to lose it. it it's it's going to be 9 or 10 SEC players, I'm pretty sure. You'll need a, a few guys to um, jump up. You'll need Hennon Hooker to go in the first. You'll need Jameer, Jameer Gibbs to go in the first. You'll need a couple others to go in the first that have come out of nowhere, and it's very hard to see how this bet loses. So at, at this point, that, that that's what I like there. Under 11.5 SEC players to go in the first round. That's not even that much juice, minus 180, to, to lay for what? Drafts in what? Three weeks? That, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, But I like to take the underdog and then uh, maybe come back a little bit later on. But uh, not not in this case. And under 24.5 while I'm here. Under 24.5 for the draft position for Zay Flowers. That's in the uh, minus 180 to minus 200 range as well. It's, it's again, he'll, he should go in the teams. He's threatening to go for first wide receiver taking. You could maybe do a little bit of that too at around plus 400. But uh, under 24.5 is, is the starter play in my opinion. Alright, stay tuned for more, more uh, Joel NFL draft picks. Mm-hmm.